So a quick announcement about what the next... I can tell you right now what the next 10 episodes of Patreon will be. Yes. If you are going to sign up for our Patreon, every level gets a bonus episode. Yes, that is correct. And the bonus episodes are going to be... All hairspray. (laughs) No. (laughs) No, they're going to be our top five movies each. Yep. So... Two Drink Cinemas top, top 10, 10 movies. movies. So we've realised this many episodes in that we haven't reviewed any of our favourites yet. So we're going to review them for bonus episodes on the Patreon. Yeah. And the first one's going to be... Hairspray. So, listeners, jump onto our Patreon, patreon.com forward slash two drink cinema, if you want to get our bonus episodes and hear our reviews of our favourites. Yes. Two drinks in a mug. Cheers. Welcome to another segment and episode of Two Drink Cinema. Make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and on Twitter at Two Drink Cinema. Get in touch with us that way. Uh, we hope you've been enjoying everything we've been talking about so far. Uh, thank you for listening and thank you for liking and subscribing. Tell your friends, leave us a review, all of that stuff. Uh, so this this week... Uh, this segment, I shouldn't say week, because um, you don't know what we're doing. They're not coming out. They're weekly. not coming out in order. Um, well, that episode order or not, they're not coming out weekly. This right. episode, we are talking about the movie Spartacus, which is the second movie that Brett suggested Spartacus. that I watch. Now, your first thought when someone says Spartacus is, "I'm Spartacus." No, I'm Spartacus. Your second thought is, I'm Brian. Yes, (laughs) I'm Brian and says my wife. Yes, Um, and then uh, another thought is this. The TV show Whose Line Is It Anyway? Yes. uh, Which is the improv show um, hosted by Drew Carey with those people. Um, They do the little impersonation segment and it was if Carol Channing had been in the classic movie era. Okay. And then someone comes up and does like Carol Channing's voice saying, I'm Spartacus. I'm Spartacus. (laughs) It just sounds ridiculous. Okay. I'm Spartacus. (laughs) Okay. So Apologies to those that don't know who Carol Channing is. Look it up. If you're you're already on YouTube uh, looking at us, Pause us, open a new tab. Don't click off us because otherwise you might not come back. Open a new tab. Yep. Look for Whose Line Is It Anyway? I'm Spartacus and you will find uh, Colin Mockery doing that impersonation. Um, Raspberries. <laughs> so, it's obviously that was a... Actually, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to claim that. That was not a bad Carol Channing. Okay. It's uh, Spartacus is obviously a very classic movie. Uh, it's and an epic. 
it is a movie that is obviously very well known by the fact that it has been parodied and impersonated. Now, uh, when you assigned this movie for me to watch, mm-hmm. you got the DVD from your shelves mm-hmm. uh, and you came out and you said, oh, it's not that long. It goes for 115 minutes. Okay. And so you said, oh, it's not... Um, it's not as long as I thought, I thought it was. I thought it was a big epic. It's not like Ben-Hur. Now, I watched 110 minutes of Spartacus and then intermission happened. Yep. So, <laughs> in my defence, when you when you have a DVD... Now, for kids out there, DVDs are these disc things you put in a DVD player. Yeah. Um, you look at the back... When you're watching a movie, you go, oh, how long have I got? Do I really want to sit in it? Yes. This actually says approximate running time, 115 minutes. Yes, but then the diff- the, the thing comes from, it is the two-disc yeah, but, but edition. No, no, I'm not having a go at you. Mm. I'm having a go at Universal Pictures Company, Inc. and oh, Brian of Productions, Inc. Please don't piss off Universal Pictures. <laughs> <laughs> um, and... Whoever has distributed the DVD, Macrovision. JB, oh. It says two-disc screenplay edition, but it says... 115 minutes. minutes. So, the first disc has 115 minutes of movie on it. Mm -hmm. The second disc has another 100 minutes. minutes. Uh, it was an epic. It was an epic. And you know... And, and there was an intermission. And one thing I love about epics and one thing that is was obviously a thing in the golden age of Hollywood up until kind of the 60s and whatever, um, this movie has an overture. I was going to say, one of the first notes I wrote is, you know it's going to be a long one when there's an overture. Well, and then I said, should we bring back the overture? I don't know because it de- because oh. so what Dig- happens at the start of Spartacus there is the overture which is about six to seven minutes of because music. it goes it goes overture into the credits yeah and so all up that's like eight minutes long in the olden days the credits were at the start of the movie <clears throat> yes so the overture goes for six or seven minutes and then the credits the titles go for another six or seven minutes. Yes. So 115 minutes of disc one, the first 15, has no scene whatsoever. No. Uh, so, but fast forward. That being said, I do like titles at the start of a movie. If I was making a movie now, I would do credits at the start. I don't know if I would do all credits, but I do like titles at the start. Like I'm thinking Pink Panther. City slickers. city slickers, right? Something with something happens that kind of introduces okay. you to the movie. Yep. Um, tells you the actors so that you're not twenty minutes into the movie going, oh, who's that? Vanessa one? Redgrave. Who's yeah, yeah. Vanessa yeah. Redgrave? Yeah. yeah. Oh, who's that one? Oh, is that this person? Um, you'll still have to look up on IMDb who the people are and yep. what other things you've seen. Not them in, in the cinema, but you that's won't rude. need to. Uh, Know their names. You'll already yes. know their names. You won't have to wait till the end. But then that will ruin Marvel's whole thing of putting something at the end of the credits. Yeah. Although you just wouldn't put it in. But I do like titles at the start of a movie. Okay. 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 Uh, then my second thought was, I'm really keen 
to see what the guy from Kiss looks like without the makeup on. Oh, you fuckwits. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, Gene Simmons is in the movie. Uh, for those that know already, oh. including Brett, who I've obviously not impressed with that joke. Um, that was bad. Gene Simmons is an actress, a British actress. Spelled, Very good uh, actress. J-E-A-N Simmons, uh, not G-E-N-E Simmons. She does wear makeup in this film, but it is not black and white makeup. No. Like in Kiss. I can't comment on the length of her tongue, however. Spartacus can. Oh. But um, not at the start, because he doesn't no, do anything. He doesn't do nothing. Um, so Spartacus is set in the ancient Roman times. Yes, in one century, first century BC. BC. Yes. So it's close just to Jesus. before Jesus. Yeah, but pre Caesar being Caesar. Yeah. So that it's based on a. It's not based on a true story. I looked it up. It's not based on a true story. It's based on a combination of urban myth type things. Yes. There was a slave uprising. Yep. There possibly was a guy named Spartacus. Yes. And there was a whole lot of stuff that happened that resulted in Crassus and Julius Caesar gaining special powers. Okay, so it's a... Um, it's an amalgam yes, of, of bits and pieces that have been made okay. into, a, into a big story. Uh, it's been made into a number of different uh, versions, a number of different ways of telling the story. Spartacus is the big epic uh, 1960 movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then most recently we had the... TV show. The TV show, which is just about guys get their dicks out. Yeah. And then... Great show. There's a Spartacus... Something of the Gods, another movie that was recently, 2009 or something. I think there's also a TV movie back from back in the day where Spartacus is played by the Croatian doctor from ER. Oh. Just bringing back ER for another topical reference. So I think Sam Worthington's in a Spartacus or am I thinking thinking Titans? Clash of the Titans. Yeah, Spartacus, Gods of the Arena. That's was isn't a TV, that the TV series, a TV mini series, right? With John Hanna, Manu Bennett, no. and Peter Mensah, and then Spartacus, the TV series. Um, but Manu oh, Bennett's that's a in crossover. that. Yeah. Oh, so that because, was a mini series within. Yes. Spartacus, the TV series. Okay, yes. I was thinking about Clash of the Titans with Sam Worthington. My apologies, but I did know that there was that other. But it's also the. Ancient Roman slave, I'm down on my luck, I'm going to take over, Yeah, is done. It's Gladiator. It's Ben-Hur, Gladiator, Braveheart, Clash of the Titans. Yep. West Side Story, no. (laughs) Do you want to bring up Back to the Future now? (laughs) There's no slaves in Back to the Future. Although it was in the... Okay, Um, we won't get into that. Um, No, he was just sweeping the floor. (laughs) I was joking, but it's there. He became mayor. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. If you know, you know. If you know, you know. I-K-Y-K. I-Y. Okay. I I saw that I-Y-K-Y-K written on a lot of posts. And for a long time, I didn't know. If you know, you know. I-Y-K-Y-K. 
so it's set in the one cent- first century BC. Yes. The Romans are very special and the slaves are slaves. And yes. they're illiterate and they're made to work and they're beaten and they're treated badly. Um, and one interesting thing, one interesting decision, it seems to me that Stanley Kubrick, in an effort to make the Romans seem a lot more special than the slaves, is to make the first one we see really camp. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So He just swans in. Interesting. So... Stanley Kubrick wasn't the original director of the film. Oh, well, it says it on the thing. The first scene in the, which Salt Mines, yep, Camp Man, yep, was directed by another director called Anthony Mann, but then he had a disagreement and a falling out with Kirk Douglas, so he got fired. Oh, and then Kirk Douglas was ringing around, going, "Hey, do you want to do this? Do you want to do this?" And um, Stanley Kubrick did it. Yeah, and because it was early on, Stanley Kubrick wasn't that wasn't that well known. Was before he got weird. He was always a bit weird. It's actually a movie that he considers. Stanley Kubrick goes, "I didn't make this movie." If you like, in his thing, he's like, "This is not part of the movies I made." So other people made the movie. He just directed it. Yeah, he said I directed it, but he just went. Look at the camera here. You stand here. If you look through a lot of the history and a lot of the trivia and the anecdotes about this movie, it was. Kirk Douglas wanted to make this movie yep. to prove to prove to the studio that didn't choose him to be Ben Hur that he could have been Ben Hur. Oh, okay. So, because right. Ben Hur was the year before Spartacus, and yep. he tried out for it, and they were like, "Kirk Douglas can't do this. Are you shitting me? We're going to go with Charlton. We're going to go with Charlton." Yep. Um. So then he was like, "Fuck yous." I'm gonna make a. I'm gonna make Ben Hur Ben Hur two Spartacus. Spartacus. Yeah. Um, um. So it was. So there's a little bit of that, but then also you can see bits of it that are Stanley Kubrick, like it's yeah. parts yeah. that are very Stanley Kubrick movie. Uh, uh, yeah, and that makes a little bit more sense that a man named Anthony Mann made a camper Roman than Stanley Kubrick did. There was a. There was a few camp Romans in this. <laughs> um, the other, my other thought early on of seeing Spartacus is Spartacus meant to be a young man. Yes. So this is the other thing. Every time I watched it and watching it again, I go, "You old! Like you're He's a bit 40s. old to be Spartacus." He's forties because Kirk, apparently, when he made it. if you listen to the old wives' tales of the stories of the time, yes, that it's. Roughly based on Spartacus only lived to be like 35 or something. And when they did well, this, yeah. um, not a lot of Kirk people Douglas in that was time, like 42. Yeah, not a lot of people of that time lived into their 40s. Especially and 50s. if you're born into slavery. Yes, if you weren't a camp Roman, then you didn't live that long. No. I was going to say Jesus didn't live that long, but he was crucified. That's unnatural death. Well,. So was, Spart- so was Spartacus <laughs> and the rest of his gang. Um, okay, so that's so Spartacus is meant to be young, but and I think that's that's something that seems to be a they don't really worry in that time of Hollywood about casting someone that's the age of the character. They just go yeah. Spartacus. 
Kirk Douglas, yeah. go. But they also, just go, this person, this person, go. I have in my mind, well, as we said, like, I'm of the belief that Kirk Douglas had a lot to do with making this movie. Yes. And there's a lot of things that if Kirk Douglas didn't get his way, he would crack the shits on set. Yep. Um, there's apparently another story of when um, they shot the scene and there's a scene, spoiler alert, but I'm not saying it's a freaking 60-year-old movie, mm. um, that Spartacus is crucified at the end. Yes. And he did a whole day of filming and Kirk Douglas was on a cross for hours. Yep. And then... The original edit was that they cut that scene. Oh. Like, it, it was either Stanley Kubrick chose to cut it or the censors were like, well, oh, no, nah, that's a bit much. Mm. Um, it's part of, they showed it. Kirk Douglas cracked the shits, threw something at um, Stanley Kubrick and was like, you better watch yourself, put that back in kind of thing. Pretty much threatened him and said, put that back yeah. in the movie. Which, when you watch it now, you go... That's kind of a pretty very important scene. It really does end the movie. Yeah. Like it is a very conclusive scene. Yes. I'm not using conclusive correctly. No. But it is a very much a scene that concludes the movie. Yes. Um, what My interesting bit about the start of it, the way it was shot and everything, all the mm. scenes were really short. Yes. So it was just like, here's a salt mine. Gay Roman number one yep. comes and gets Spartacus. Let's go. Yep. Cut. Next to Here's this. a little introduction to, to the bit. Camp Roman's house. Here's a little bit of a fight. Here's a little bit of this. Yeah. Yeah. The training montage is very early in a mo- in the movie for yeah. a two and three quarter hour movie. You're the best. <laughs> <laughs> Call back. Um, There's a few fighting training montages. Though. I think that's one thing that is good. The fighting I think is good. For a movie yes. of that time, I yeah. think it still reasonably holds up right until the end. The big battle at the end, which isn't the end. Well, the I, that's what I thought was the end. Start of Act 2. When I was like, oh, it doesn't go for that long. <laughs> I thought end, big scene, I'm blah, Spartacus, I'm Spartacus. I thought that was the no, end. Yeah. Now, I expected I'm Spartacus to be the end, but then there's Act 5. Yeah. Um. So the big battle that is three quarters of the way through the movie that in any other movie would be the end uh, is very good except for the blood being bright red. Yes. Um, Did you? There was one. There was there was a couple of bits where I was like, "Oh, that was gruesome. That was really gruesome." There was one bit where in the big fight, he just he like stabbed straight through. He chopped a guy's arm. Chopped off. a guy's arm off. Yeah. But apparently, that was a real amputee. And they put a fake, they put a fake arm on his rest. What was left of his original arm, Can and then just it cut it off. And they just went fuck you, bam. And then, bleh. but it was really like again a really short thing. It was just like uh, cut the arm off next. Yeah, it was just- but and and nothing else that gruesome and in your face had much happened in the movie up until then. Even in the Gladiatorial fights, the guys die. Yes. But you don't see them die. The only one you see, I thought that the first fight that kind of kicks off the whole rebellion when Spartacus fights the other slave in that arena for Lawrence Olivier and the third gay Roman. Yes. Who's the guy from Rope? Yes. Yep. Um, 
who is the same he's character. Gay. He's gay. And he's, he's in rope too. Yeah. Rope, um, him and Laurence Olivier in this movie are fucking. They uh, are sleeping with each yeah, other. Yeah, yeah. Yes. I'm surprised no one's sleeping with Julius Caesar because he's ripped. Yeah. Who's also in Psycho? Is he? Yeah, he's like the boyfriend at the start. The sister's boyfriend? No, Janet Lee's. Well, I won't say boyfriend, fling. You know how they cut to her in the hotel room? She just finished having sex with a bloke. Oh, That's him. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, yeah, but, but he's it's got just a wife. like goes along, goes along, goes along. Old Roman senators, old Roman senators, Roman baths. Oh, my God, look at Julius Caesar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was interesting because it was like. It, it would have made sense for him to play Spartacus. Yes. Age-wise. Yes, yeah. Yeah, more than if it was now, he would play Spartacus because the age yes. is right and he's hot and the look is right and you see he looks like a great warrior that could kick everyone's ass. Yeah, Kirk Douglas looks strong, but he also looks forty-five. Yeah, whereas Julius Caesar looks strong and thirty. Yeah, although I was distracted a lot by the, but the chin dimple. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, that's... Kirk it's, Douglas... It's intense. Oh, It's like, whoa! It's like in Austin Powers 3. Molly, 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 molly. You know, it's like... <laughs> chin dimple. Chin dimple. Um, the, and then, so they get... Spartacus gets bought by the first camp Roman that we see. Batiatus, um, that's his name. And then ta- is taken to the gladiator training school. Yes. And then falls in love with one of the lady slaves who, in proper 60s film style, every time she is shown has the Blue. soft, <laughs> out-of-focus <laughs> lens. In case you didn't realise <laughs> that Gene Simmons is very attractive, here's some music and a soft filter. Yeah, it's like Gene's theme. And every time they showed her, it's like romantic violin. And then put the camera on portrait mode. And then um, they do fall in love. But she gets sold to the other camp Roman. Laurence Olivier. Yep. Um, and and then that pierces old mate Spartacus off. And they're like, haha, we sold your girlfriend. Bam. We sold your girlfriend. I'm going to drown Train you in the soup. head trainer in soup. Because my thing was, I was like watching it and going, great, this has kicked off the rebellion. We knew this was coming. Yep. Um, you knew because you'd seen it before. I knew because I'd seen it before, <laughs> but also that's the story. Yeah. Um, it was a very sudden rebellion. It's not like he whispered around going, oh, Friday night I'm going to shove old mate in the soup and we're going to kill him. Yes. Then we're going to storm out. Yes. It was all very sudden. But man, there's, it was an organised and very well choreographed there's rebellion. There's obviously been some um, general feeling of unrest amongst them. Yeah. And, well, it did look organised. You know, my the most organised bit. They are trained fighters. Exactly. That's where they kick kick themselves because they yeah. train them to fight Shut and then they fight against in the you. Foot. Yes. So my favourite bit was... in the gladiatorial ring, you don't have a 100-litre pot of soup to drown anyone. No. Maybe if you did, you'd win quicker. But my favourite bit was because the fence that they're enclosed in fell. has the spikes on the top. Yep. Then it fell. So then all of a sudden, they work out that some of them are going to stand under it 
and the other ones are going to make it a ramp. Yeah, that's all. That and then run over organized. it and use the spiky top things to stab people. Yeah. It, it's obvious that you would use the spikes on top of a fence to stab people. But the standing under it and holding up for, to scale the to the balcony yes. is must have been pre-organised. But still a good fight scene that would oh, yeah. work in a now movie. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that was something that throughout the movie stood up, I think. Um, the score was very good. The score was good. There were bits of it where it was really manic. Yes. Like when he's getting to training, it's just like it almost seemed like two different scores played on top of each other. Okay, yeah. Because there was like the brassy, but then there's also in the background this just like clang, clang, quang, 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 quang. It doesn't the clang, clang represent the fighting? Well, I Not don't know if the sounds effects of the fighting, but it yeah. represents the yeah, fighting yeah. that's going on. So it was a bit weird. Like it was a good score, and when you, and it obviously has different themes throughout the movie. Like yeah. here's the romantic theme. Here's the fiery. Here's the fighting bits. Here's the Senate baths scene music. They call that something. They probably they probably yeah. do. No, and it's and it's taken from opera. Right. In an opera, each character has a theme. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And we talked, we've talked about Star Wars before. Um, John theme Williams does it a lot yes. in his movies. Um, Harry even Potter's in, theme. Harry has, Hedwig has a theme and uh, even in Indiana Jones, Indy has his own theme and Karen Allen has her, her own theme. Um, Shia LaBeouf has his own theme. Womp, womp. <laughs> That's Shia LaBeouf's <laughs> theme right there. Another thing I miss from 60s movies that we don't get these days are matte paintings. Oh, the matte... Although, I love them. And some of them really look bloody good. impressive. Although, yeah. this was probably been restored. But also, there's the one scene after another scene that we'll talk about in a second where it's like Laurence Olivier is standing looking out at his balcony of his estate and there's this big army walking past. Yep. There's a big view painted on the thing. Yep. And you're just like, fuck, this is good. Like, one, it's Laurence Olivier standing there talking. Yes. I'm like, you could probably listen to that all day. Then it's the thing. And then the the painting, of even if it is a painting, it's a very nice painting. It is a painting, obviously. I think I think the, the amount of work that people put into those matte paintings is incredible. That's what makes them better. Uh, and, you know, we've done a bit of set painting in our time. Yeah. But Speaking of West Side Story, which we mentioned yeah. in a previous episode, you I did paint a lot some of bricks. bricks. Um, I did. So we got to graffiti the, them. It was so was much the, fun. If it was the sixties, you could have been a matte painter. I could. I could have won an art direction Oscar. There you go. I mean, I would have just been the guy for that doing, painted it for doing matte paintings. Because this movie did win an art direction Oscar. That scene you talked about, you can talk about it now. Okay. So oysters and snails. <laughs> There's a. Sorry, <laughs> There's a very... Ick, 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 if you know, you know. Yeah. Um, ick, ick. And also, <laughs> ick, oysters. Yeah. Um, there's also this scene. So, Laurence Olivier crasses, gets comes home one day and it's like, oh, new slaves. Yeah. Fresh Tony meat. Curtis goes, Tony Curtis, like it hot. what do you do? Like, yep. goes, boing, <laughs> um, Goes, what do you do? I'm a singer of songs. All right, you can be my... Body man. Body man. I'm like... 
Not and not body man like in the mob stands next to him. Not like a bodyguard. Yeah, like no. a body a man. A body man. So then there's this scene in the bath. They're having a Lawrence Olivier is having a bath, and he's like, "Oi, come sit in the bath and bathe me," and then does this whole "I'm trying to hit on you." Yeah. Say, do you like oysters or snails? Meaning, do you like men or women? Yes. Do you think eating oysters is immoral? Yes. No. No. Do you think eating snails is immoral? No. Do you like snails? No. Oh, do but you, you don't think it's immoral? No. Well, I like oysters and snails. Do you think, do you eat oysters when I have them? Wink. Mm. <laughs> do you eat snails? No. But do you think eating snails is immoral? No. All right. Well, I eat both. And in case Laurence Olivier didn't get the hint, Straight after that scene, Tony Curtis runs away and joins Spartacus. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. It's just like, yep. hey, wanna fuck? Uh, bye. See ya. <laughs> I'm joining the rebellion. Yeah. Uh, and then becomes best mates. Best mate. With Spartacus. Right hand man. Spartacus, um, right hand body man. And then at the end, they have to fight. Mm. And they Tony Curtis refuses to let Spartacus be crucified. Yes. And Spartacus refuses to let Tony Curtis... What's his name? Antoninus. Antoninus. Doesn't start with him. Antoninus be crucified, but then Spartacus is obviously a better fighter. So, kills Antoninus and then gets crucified and then complete with the soft filter. Um, The first camp Roman in a complete turnaround... Yes. ...saves Gene Simmons. Does he, though? Or is it just a way to save himself? Well, yes. Like at the start of the movie as well. also saves her and Spartacus's baby uh, and they ride off into the sunset uh, flanked by crucified slaves. Yeah, by 60 miles of crucified <laughs> slaves. But um, before that happens, the, the before the last battle, Caesar, uh, not Caesar, before the last battle, Spartacus does a big speech to the thousands of people yes. uh, on the beach. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the south of Italy, on the Mediterranean. Um, and I am really impressed. I don't know why we have microphones, because we could just be standing on a rock and everyone would well, hear us. yeah, like Moses yeah. did that. Jesus on the mount. Although then you go to Life of Brian, blessed are the cheese makers. Yeah, well, I reckon that could have been a bit of Spartacus's downfall, is that the... The seven thousandth person <laughs> at the back maybe didn't hear the plan. Yeah, what's the plan? Oh, <laughs> I don't know. Or the women and children that fought with him. Or this is not in an offensive way. The single random midget <laughs> in the slave rebellion. Like, oh god, yeah. Not a okay. family of them. Not a few of them. Just goes adult, 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 kid, kid, kid. Dog, dog, baby, midget, adult, adult. <laughs> like it's diversity, all right. It's diversity. That's what diversity casting. looked like in the sixties. Yeah, there weren't black people, but there was a midget. There was. There was died. one black guy. They killed him off. Real. It was like a horror <laughs> movie. They killed him off first. Um, so that was one another one of my main takeaways: matte paintings and the amplification properties of standing on a rock. I thought that. Spartacus didn't take it. Didn't take him a lot to become just really cocky. Yeah, he was like, "Well, oh, I just rebelled and I'm out of this gladiator camp, gladiator camp." Then they go to the next thing, and it's like, "What do we do now?" It's like, "Well, we'll just go to this town 
yep. take them over, steal all their money, then we'll go to this town and do the same. He's like, we're, and then we're like, unstoppable. Three weeks later, he's like, stuff it. We're marching on Rome. Yeah, we can't. <laughs> yeah, we're we're done. Let's go take them all on. And but then it was like it was a bit weird. It was just like also a very knowledgeable man for someone who's been a slave his whole life. And as the narrator says at the start, was born illiterate. Everybody yes. is born illiterate. As, as a side note for the narrators, yes. everybody is born illiterate. Yeah. Um, but I think they meant he was never taught to read. Yeah. Uh, which we which we also find out because Tony Curtis, Antoninus, does the reading for him. Yes. And that's a bit of the Persians. Who? The, the people that are going to smuggle him out. Oh, yes. They oh lose God, respect remember. for him when he realises that Spartacus can't read and Antoninus But Tony Curtis is a singer of songs. Who doesn't sing. Who doesn't sing. Sing us a song and then he just talks a sing poem. Sing us a song. Here's a poem, I Here's prepared. a poem. And then like, it was funny because I was like, I was like, wait, because I've watched it before and I got into this scene and I was like, does Tony Curtis sing? Mm. What is going on? And then he's like, like, I know we can play the saxophone. But as can the he sun sing? goes down on dot dot. And this really like Tony Curtis kind of New York accent. But then there's also a number of scenes, like after he reads that poem... They refer to it again as him singing. They refer to it a few times. No, but they also then Tony, uh, not Tony Curtis, Spartacus, says everybody needs to learn that. And then there's a whole scene of his wife going, oh, I can't remember it. I really need to learn this. And I'm thinking, okay, there's going to be a scene before the big battle where they all sing the song together. Yes, but then it never comes up again. That was in the third disc. Um, that was in the, it was a longer movie, but they had to cut that. Um, That's in the director's cut, the Stanley Kubrick director's cut, which goes even longer yes. than the Zack Snyder cut of Justice League. Final thoughts on Spartacus? Is it a movie that we... I know you have a lot more thoughts, but we've done minutes already. Um, I think it stands up. I think it does as well. I think um, in terms of like old Hollywood epics, it's a very good one. Yes. It's, you know, when you compare it to other ones of around the same time, like Ben-Hur and Lawrence of Arabia, Ten Commandments, it's up there with them. Like they're all... Yes. I don't think it's... We've said a couple of times before about old movies that you really need to surrender yourself to the time. Yeah. yeah. I don't think you need to as much with this. No, I think the only thing that it is a long watch and it is kind of hard to watch because it is so long and there's a lot of jumping back and forth between in certain points of the movie it's like gladiators training, action, senate, love story, gladiators training, action, senate, love story and it does this back back all yes. around. Because, like, my thing was, like, the love story in this one, I was like, that's what kind of makes it different to those other epics. It's, it's not like Moses had a Gene Simmons there in yeah. a love story. No. But it was like, and then a part of me was like, do we really need all that? But I was like, yeah, you do. Because then that's what makes Spartacus Spartacus. Yeah. That's what makes him kind of, it humanizes him a and bit. And you know what? The, the sequel, obviously, is then... 
the rising of Crassus and Julius Caesar into these dictatorial emperors of Rome. Yes. Um, and so I think, I think it does well to hint at that history yep. without going into it too much. Um, there is a lot more I could talk about just based on Dalton Trumbo who wrote it. Okay. Quick spiel. Very quick. Dalton Trumbo in the back in the history of the Hollywood. This two disc screenplay edition has a couple yeah, of scenes from the screenplay. Thing. I think it has the scene. I am Spartacus. Yep. That Stanley Cooper wanted to cut. I'm Spartacus. Yeah, he was like, I don't like this scene. We don't need it. Then Kirk Douglas went, No, fuck you. Yeah, this is good. We do need it. Um, Dalton Trumbo was one of the people in Hollywood history that got blacklisted. Okay. For apparently being a communist, allegedly. Ooh. So there was all these people that got blacklisted from Hollywood because of their ties to the Communist Party. Yes. Um, so he then, after that, had to write heaps of different movies under pseudonyms, including Roman Holiday, which he won an Oscar for, but he didn't because it was a pseudonym and he got it eventually. Anyway. Yeah. So the big thing with Dalton Trumbo is that when they were doing the blacklist trials, other people were admitting to it and whatever, and they were kind of getting away with it. Yeah. But he didn't. He was like, I'm not doing anything. And then he went to prison. Okay. And he went to prison. And then this movie, he Spartacus, prison. he identified with Spartacus as a prison slavey thing. So he read the book that it's based on, then wrote the movie. And then this is his first movie after being blacklisted, where they credited him as Dalton Trumbo. Oh, this is his comeback. And then this movie is kind of like credited with being one of the movies that ended that blacklist era, especially because president at the time, JFK, went and watched it and went, I like this movie and this Dalton Trumbo man. Unblacklist everyone. Yeah. Okay. This was Dalton Trumbo's What's Love Got To Do With It? Yeah. I just watched the okay, Tina documentary. The Tina. I was like, okay, that's um, a very on, long stretch. <laughs> I just watched the Tina documentary on uh, the streaming. And because I answered the trivia question before about the blockbuster in an earlier episode. Yes. I should have attached this to the earlier episode. You need to watch Tina. Okay. It's a, it's easy. Okay. Well, I was probably going to watch it anyway. Yeah, I know. It's a very easy setting for you to do. Do we actually work out what love has got to do with it? Uh, it's just a secondhand emotion. Oh. Yeah. Thanks for listening cool. to yeah. some more To Drink Cinema. Uh, we'll be back with more another time. Make sure you subscribe to us on your favorite podcast app. Make sure you subscribe on YouTube. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and on Twitter and get in touch with us there if there's any movies you'd like us to watch and chat about. Thanks for listening. We'll be back next time. Thank you for listening to another episode of To Drink Cinema. This episode has been produced by Odd Socks Entertainment. For more of Odd Socks Entertainment's work and podcasts, head to oddsocksentertainment.com.au. Make sure you hit subscribe so you don't miss any future To Drink Cinema episodes and follow us on Facebook, Instagram or on Twitter at To Drink Cinema and make sure to drink responsibly.